Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Yesterday, the interest rate went up half a point. Today, the Dow Jones is down 1130. So, you know, that feels good. The NASDAQ is down 649. Worker output down 7.5%. So explain to me how it is possible that Jerome Powell can tell us with a straight face, the head of the Fed is Jerome Powell, that the economy, it's strong. For uh, wages are moving up at, and at rates that haven't been seen in quite a long time. So it's it's a it's a very it's a good time to be a worker looking to looking to you know either change jobs or get a wage increase in your current job. So it's a strong economy, and, and nothing about it suggests that it's that it's close to or vulnerable to a recession. It is remarkable to hear Jerome Powell speak like this. And I will agree that just because the markets do something doesn't mean that's the way it is on Midwest Main Street. But arguing that people can easily go shift jobs and change jobs and arguing that somehow wages are up on Midwest Main Street is simply not true. It's a falsehood. It's a lie you might tell yourself. I don't know why Jerome Powell feels he needs to tell himself this lie. He knows it's damn well wrong. Holy crap. The... I, I have argued numerous times on this show, and producer Ari has heard me say it, that the market does not necessarily mean our lives. And very often the disconnect between Wall Street and Midwest Main Street is very real. But there are psychological barriers. $100 barrel oil is a psychological barrier. When it crossed, we talked about it. By the way, if you want to know, Brent Crude's at 109 West Texas Intermediate, it's at 106. We haven't seen these things go down. This is the new normal. Eh, you know, maybe maybe in, in mid-April we had, a, we had a moment where we were under 100. We haven't been under 100 in 30 days, it seems. The market goes down 400, wow, went down 400. Market went up 400, wow, went up 400. The market moving at a level of, of, of this... It makes people go, wow. It makes people ask what actually is happening. Bonds, 10-year treasuries, now at 3.09. Working in opposite relation uh, to the markets as it often goes. Nothing we are discussing changes the fact that on Midwest Main Street, you can't find people to work in your shop. On Midwest Main Street, you don't have the stock to sell. On Midwest Main Street, you're doing your Christmas ordering now and last month and the month before in the hopes that anything will show up in those containers from overseas. Anything. Midwest Main Street is wondering what happens when the Longshoreman's deal is up this summer and they start negotiating knowing the entire country is waiting on them. Midwest Main Street wonders when Pete Buttigieg is done being on paternity leave and actually does something to try and help the logistical nightmare that is transportation in the nation. 
Midwest Main Street wants to know if Joe Biden is going to spend time working on their issues of how they feed their family, or is it all going to be, yes, indeed, trying to figure out how to make sure everybody can have an abortion? The Biden administration is still trying to come up with a game plan to protect abortion rights. After that leaked document signaled the Supreme Court may be ready to overturn Roe v. Wade. But options are currently limited. According to The Washington Post, officials are discussing whether funding, possibly through Medicaid or another mechanism, could be made available for women who travel across state lines for an abortion. Do you think for a second... The Biden White House has ever had meetings of this level of seriousness to figure out how you can stay in business and run your business? Yeah, me either. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, how we doing? 833, got Tony, would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. That was Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC this morning. This is what the administration is worried about. This is what they're focused on. Well, ain't that something? Not what you need, not your future, not the cost of milk, not the empty shelves. No. Making sure that everybody who wants uh, an abortion can get one. It's It's a take, man. It is a take for sure that this is the thing we should be somehow most concerned with I was talking about worker output work work output worker productivity fell at its fastest pace in 75 years so what they referred to as non-farm productivity so it's a measure of output against hours worked right you yet you have you're you're scheduled to do this many widgets in this many hours, but you did this many widgets, and if it's over the widgets, well then you have an increased output, decreased output. We 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 follow there on the basics. It declined seven point five percent January through March. Labor costs, unit labor costs up eleven point six. So over the last four quarters, up seven point two percent overall. Biggest gain since the third quarter of nineteen eighty two. This is not the sign of something strong, of something valuable, of something exciting or worthwhile. So let's go back again to this very strange commentary from Jerome Powell that somehow everything is doing all right, at least, at the very least, We should start here that he admits that inflation is a problem. To take this opportunity to speak directly to the American people. Inflation is much too high, and we understand the hardship it is causing, and we're moving expeditiously to bring it back down. We have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. The economy and the country have been through a lot over the past two years and have proved resilient. It is essential that we bring inflation down if we are to have a sustained period of strong labor market conditions that benefit all. From the standpoint of our congressional mandate to promote maximum employment and price stability, the current picture is plain to see. The labor market is extremely tight and inflation is much too high. 
Against this backdrop, today the FOMC raised its policy. They raised the rate a half percent. I'm glad that he acknowledges that the labor market is tight, <laughs> we've seen, and inflation is way too high. Then how do you get from that to this? For uh, wages are moving up at, and at rates that haven't been seen in quite a long time. So it's it's a it's a very it's a good time to be a worker looking to looking to you know either change jobs or get a wage increase in your current job. So it's a strong economy, and, and nothing about it suggests that it's that it's close to or vulnerable to a recession. Now, of course, given events around the world and fading fiscal policy effects and, and higher rates. You, you, you could see some slower economic activity. Certainly it will not be. Last year was an extraordinarily uh, strong growth year as we recovered from the pandemic, as I mentioned, growth over 5%. But most forecasters have growth this year at, at, a, you know, at a solid pace, above 2%. But I got to tell you, to think that this economy is strong is, is very, very strange. To think that recession is not on the horizon, we've already heard from the Bank of America CEO who said, look, you, you, might, you won't see recession you know, this year because uh, you need two quarters of negative GDP, gross domestic product, and uh, we're already into the second quarter. So y- you won't see it this year. That's right. 2023, absolutely. Why is Jerome Powell, uh, head of the Fed, acting like it's just not there in the slightest? Of course it's there. And the reality is, is what we're experiencing is far worse than anything they're experiencing on Wall Street. Although they get all the headlines when the Dow is down over 1,000. It's still down over 1,000. It had gone uh, down 1,100 plus. It's now down 1,061. What we are experiencing on Midwest Main Street is the story. And I I am stunned still by the amount it is not being paid attention to on Wall Street. Wall Street moves while certainly can set an an environment. People see it and, and right, they've got these these moments. Down a thousand. Holy cow. And everyone says, you know, Dow was down a thousand today. You're going to hear that a hundred million times. At work, if you grab a drink afterward, Dow was down over a thousand. There goes my four hundred one k. And then they, they they're gonna have a drink or, or five. You know what they should be wondering about the next time they want to have a bourbon, if there's any to have. It's been very very popular. It's been selling everywhere. The barrels have been very very hard to get. There's gonna be a question of whether or not, over the course of the next couple of years, it's gonna be difficult to find bourbon. No, God, please, no, 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 no. Yes. If it's difficult to find bourbon, maybe we should ask the question of what happens to the local bars, the local watering holes, the local liquor stores, etc. Keeping stock, keeping product. Am I always talking about a Wall Street or are we going to ask ourselves what's going to happen in the real world? When you can't get access to certain things like glass bottles. Bourbon does not sell as well in a plastic bottle. Not if you want to spend money on bourbon. It's got to be a glass bottle. And so much of that decision on a bottle is so much of the marketing of that bourbon.
You know it as well as I do. You will often buy a bourbon based on the label, based on the look. It's true of cigars, too. The band, the rapper, it'll tell you quite a bit. It, it, it moves people. Well, if you can't engage the marketing that you want because you don't have the bottles, well, you got a problem. If you don't have the bottles, how do you sell the product? Again, Midwest Main Street. Seeing and feeling the issue. This economy is not great. I wish it was. I got a million things that I don't like about the Biden administration. Mostly his attitude. A million things I don't like about the administration. I need to somehow invent the idea that the economy is not good when it is. If it was good, I'd be better off. For what reason would I push for a lousy economy? The better the economy, the more advertisers you have, people wanting to go out there and grab the business, although now is the time to be certainly advertising because you this is you got to keep your name ID up. This is, that's what people, oh, they never get it. Man, they, oh, things are a little tight. Let's stop the advertising. The thing that gets you the business that is a weird, weird thing to stop. This is the moment where you got to be able to beat your competition and be able to reach people. So when times are good, you're always the name that's out there. You're the name that's at the, 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 the tip of the tongue, the first on the mind, and therefore you grow even more. It's just reality. I'm not, that, that's, that's not salesmanship. Those are just facts. This economy is not strong because people don't feel it strong this economy is not strong because people can't get ahead when the inflation is so high that no matter what other wages they've been able to take in in terms of growth of real wages they can't compete it's just reality and i'm bothered by jerome powell not addressing that he recognizes that inflation's too high and says in the same breath the economy is strong It's not the case. It's not the case. Marco Rubio pointing out that ground beef is up 14.9%, eggs 25.9%, coffee 15.8%, natural gas 23.3%. Never mind the gas you're putting in at the pump. So, the Dow has fallen. It's down 1,000. This might creep itself back up. Who knows? It might even end positive by the end of the day. And people will talk about it. The wild ride on Wall Street. It's Midwest Main Street that matters. And these guys are not paying attention to the problems we're all having. I'm Tony Katz.